Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, you did it. You did it. You made it. <laughs> Christmas is over, guys. And you survived. Praise the, be. And we're going to celebrate that today. It's the whisper for me. It's, you right? did it. You did it. <laughs> it's episode 211, guys. It's a celebration of humanity. It's a celebration of going back to regular worship music. It is just a celebration. And if you're going to have any kind of celebration... First of all, for us, it's going to include the entertain, encourage, and equip. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to include Big Yancey. Always, always, if you're going to, if you're going to have a smellibration. Right, right. I mean, other celebrations just won't do. So yeah, yeah. you got to include you, me. You could leave us a voicemail and really smellibrate. <laughs> Maybe you and I should branch out into that whole cameo thing. You know, you could pay like $5 so. and get a, yeah. although I don't think anybody, you and I probably wouldn't get that much, but it just <laughs> hey, sounds like, know. it just sounds like fun. It just it does like sound fun. like fun. Oh man. You know, it sounds like fun. What we have in store today, we've got, again, we, we're doing little, little shorter episodes through this holiday season mm. just to respect everyone's time, but we're packing yeah. them. We're packing them with yeah, some we good stuff. Power packed. Power packed. Uh, we got those three E's. We're going to share some resources because we want to help equip you for ministry. We are going to entertain you, share some laughs uh, with some prayer concerns. Again, we're, uh, we've are we been throwing them back a bit and I've been enjoying that very much. So yeah, going to share some prayer concerns. Uh, sliding to the DMs, we've got a little bit more. Even though Christmas is over, it, it was only two days ago. So yeah, yeah. we're going to share one final Christmas encouragement from Brian. Brian's got Got something great in store. I can just sense it by looking at your face. Lower your expectations. <laughs> uh, and then we're doing something special. We we are sharing a best of the big room mm, question. Mm, best mm, of, mm. we we have had some phenomenal answers, yes, and I think it's like sometimes yes, you listen through and you kind of like, man, that was so good. But then two weeks later, you forget. So we are gonna yeah. uh, be sharing some best of the big room, um, just that we've gotten in this last year in 2022. So yeah, we got a lot of good stuff in store. Yes, we do. And at the top of that list is to the opportunity we have to tell you about our friends at Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step -step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Brian. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I jumped. The old switcheroo. 
Yeah. How do you like it? <laughs> okay. So I, I have a question for you today. So yeah, Christmas, oh, okay, Christmas. Okay. We're, we're still kind of in the midst of it, you know, maybe sure, we're coming sure. down off the, the sugar highs and, yeah. and all of that, you know, do you have a favorite Christmas tradition? Um, I, I do. I would say it's pretty tough to beat silent night on mm. Christmas Eve. I yeah. mean, the candle, the song, I mean, it just, and in my, in my life as a worship pastor, it was significant for a lot of way, for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the, kind of the, the end of the, you know, Christmas season, right. you yeah. know, this year, of course, Christmas day is on the 20, on a, on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So lots of people will be having church services on the 25th. Um, but I mean, it's, it's pretty tough to beat Christmas Christmas Eve service, Silent Night. Yeah, right, raising that candle. You know, Son of God loves pure light. Maybe a, what a about part, you? Maybe apart from when the candle though bursts into large flames. Yes, then. yes, that has happened to me. Of course, <laughs> I'm surprised it's still your favorite after that episode. It <laughs> <laughs> sounded like it got a little exciting. Um, what about you? Mine probably involves um, family, my kids. I don't know what, why we started this or when we did. They must have been really, really little. But uh, Christmas morning uh, every year, it's cute. Um, Christmas Eve night, all of our kids sleep together to this day in the same oh. room. They all pile oh. up in one room, which is just Must be adorable. a big old bed, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, this year they had to go out actually into the bonus room because there's just, they're all too big now. But <laughs> they all uh, they all pile up and they sleep together in the same room. And they wait for me and Josh to get up. But we start Christmas morning with uh, with cinnamon rolls. And it's just, I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's just the smell and, you know, their little puffy faces from Mm. barely sleeping Mm. because they're too excited. But I just, I absolutely love that tradition that we have. Oh, I love that. I love, and I also love cinnamon rolls. Right. It's just, what's not to love in this? (laughs) I recently saw a guy made on his Blackstone griddle, he made pancakes out of cinnamon, like those grain, like take those grains, just get them out throw them on the griddle and smash them. And then you drizzle that icing. You need to try that. Ice. I do need to try that. I mean, you just, I, I, it I think might we be just snowing. settled it. I'm going to try that. It's yeah, it's, I mean, it's worth it. Kim can stand there with the snowblower and just kind of <laughs> keep clear in the area while you, while you do the Lord's work. Cause that sounds right. like those would be the best pancakes. Can I say it's the first time in almost 30 years that I'm not on staff at Christmas and it feels so weird. Yeah. Yeah. You just, do you, so do you need someone to like send you a planning center invitation just to <laughs> <laughs> schedule requests? You know, in all honesty, we've got, we got a few requests for Christmas Eve and I was like, mm, let me, let me take one. Yeah. Give me one. Take one. Um, give me, just give me one. And, uh, yeah. What are you, are you serving, leading? I am. I'm actually yeah, you? going to be. You're such a better Christian than I am. Right. Yeah. Or I did, I should say. I did serve. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I we concur. all know that. I we- very much concur with you, Brent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we there's there's a lot of other good stuff coming up though, isn't there? Yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. We got the refuel. Well, first of all, wait a second. Let me back let me back the truck up. Weep, weep, <laughs> weep. Uh we've we have partnered with Overflow Worship. And I will tell you, they have become some of my very favorite people. Andrea Olson just as good as it gets. Yeah. 
And uh, we've we've been uh, in touch a lot this year uh, for a few different reasons. And she's just fantastic. And the ministry she's leading there at Overflow Worship. And so we've partnered with her on the Overflow Worship Leaders Startup Toolkit. So if you're newly positioned in leadership, like you don't have to be college age to need to, to benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just maybe you just got handed the reins of the worship ministry of your church. This is a great way to start. And I can't think of, I can't think of any better time to start than January. Just get, jump in with both feet, man. This is an online at your own pace. It's just six videos, but it's going to help you start on really solid footing. Uh, Andrea does some teaching and I, I, chime in a little bit and uh, you can you can hit the link in our bio to get in on the Overflow Worship Leader Startup Toolkit. And I hope that you will. January is a really great time to do that. Uh, what else is happening in January? It is also a great time to go to Mishawaka, Indiana for the Refuel Conference that's at Bethel University, January 20th and 21st. I hope to see some of you there. Uh, come up and say hi if you're there. We're going to be recording a podcast. Um, you've got like an amazing lineup, John Egan, Rita Springer, Andy Rozier, and a lot more. Yeah. Um, come and join us. There's a registration link in our bio. And then just a few days later, we're heading south to Orlando. And we are going to be at the Wave Conference on the 25th and 26th of January. Um, you can hit the link in our bio and save some money. Like if you live in in Florida, this is an absolute no-brainer. Uh, the Wave Conference is the Worship Audiovisual Experience bringing together uh, like gear and production people and stage design people and all, all kinds of really, really gifted uh, technicians and, and, and people who are serving the local church. Um, again, there's a link in our bio. You can, uh, you can save some money. We hope to see you there uh, as well. Orlando is a really good, uh, really good spot to be in. That is a good Jan- spot. To January. Be in yeah. That's a good spot to be. <laughs> well, Brian, you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, we love this segment. It's a really special time that we get to spend together laughing, not at you, but with you. So our congregation, they like to roast us, right? They like to tell us what they think of the job we're doing. And, you know, sometimes they're not really thrilled with what's happening in our services. Maybe it's the songs you're using or the volume of the music or the color of your shoes, your nail right. polish, the pants All you're manner wearing. of, yeah, you wear Everything. a hat, <laughs> do not wear a hat. Um, anyway, we take these, we share them on the podcast. You can submit yours. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com 
and click on the prayer concerns uh, button up there in the menu and submit yours. And again, we'll keep you anonymous. Uh, You can DM them to us on the socials as well. But what we've done is we've gone a little time travel. Now, these uh, prayer concerns are from 2020 today. Uh, So yeah, these these have been uh, shared before, but these are some of the prayer uh, concerns that helped us launch the podcast. So we're kind of taking a nod, taking a walk down memory lane this December. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. A saint in our church shared this with me. Your job is to prepare people's hearts for the message, and you're not doing that because the music is too loud and you all sing too high. Your tones are not pleasing to the heart. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just come up, you can't just roll up and attack a man's tones like that. Your tones, your tones are not pleasing to the heart. Oh my God. Now, now the tones are offensive, man. Wow. Apparently they forgot about making a joyful noise into the Lord. Okay. Listen, (laughs) back off the tones. Okay. Yeah. Leave my tones alone. (laughs) Wow. What an audacious thing to say. Yeah. That's pretty bold. That is. That is. A lot of boldness there. That'd be in all caps probably. That would be. That would (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Number two, prayer concern. Number two, our church is doing a fast. Yesterday, someone messaged the church Facebook saying, (laughs) sorry, he's going to fast from electricity, but he had a turkey in the freezer and didn't want it to ruin. So he wanted to know how to get around that. (laughs) (laughs) Why electricity? (laughs) He's going to fast from electricity. I don't think I don't think this person has thought this through. They're not going to realize uh, the impact of no electricity on their yeah. daily life. <laughs> well, and I and I'm not sure that's uh, you know. the heart behind. You know, you know how do I get study. around that? I don't want my turkey to go yeah. bad. So. Yeah, and the how do I get around that? That's the, the nice tag on it. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Oh wow. my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, here's the last one. The mm-hmm. bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number three. Congregant recently said to me, "Wow, looks like you're getting a little fluffy." Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> fam. Oh, my gosh. You can't, you can't do that, no. fam. Don't. Don't do you that cannot, people. You cannot do it. Oh, my gosh. You fluffy. just can't. Fluffy. I mean, I guess there's worse things they could have said, but wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh so, fam, gosh. those are prayer concerns. Please keep them coming. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours, or you can DM those to us on Instagram. And I hope that you do. Maybe you've got some roast from the holiday season that you want to share with us. Maybe you've gotten some unusual song request. If anyone has requested the Christmas shoes, please send that to us. Yes. Um, Because I will go ballistic. It's just not my jam. No. Uh, okay. And then maybe, or maybe you got a ridiculous decline from a member of your worship team. Like they're doing something ridiculous, like an anime themed rodeo vacation, which I think may have come from someone our dear on, friends at 2911. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He got a, he got a little carried away. Oh, fam. So, okay. Our DMs are always open and um, people are giving us lots of stuff to chew on subjects to to tackle and questions to answer. And um, we thought we'd combine a bunch of those together for December. And we are talking about Christmas encouragement. So let's slide into the DMs. Mm-hmm. 
Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. So you made it, guys. You made it. And uh, congratulations. I'm sure that lives were impacted, even if things didn't go exactly as planned. I know that that got, that lives were impacted this December. And so um, kind of our last little uh, walk through some scripture, I want to talk to you. Um, and I'm going to read from Luke 2. Uh, this is Luke 2, and I'm starting in verse 8. And it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Man, this is one of my favorite my favorite passages uh, of scripture. And there are a couple things that jump out to me and uh, I I just want to highlight them for you today. Uh, First of all, this was unexpected, right? Right. Here they are. They're just, they're doing their job. They're just watching over their flocks. They're doing their thing. And what I would say to you is as you start into a new year, look out for the unexpected. I was a person, I can get a little tunnel vision and my wife is good to remind me to say that keep an open heart for interruptions, Mm -hmm. things that are unexpected. Oftentimes, God is at work in the interruptions, Mm -hmm. the unexpected. Yeah. So that's a good word for you for for 2023. Uh, The second thing I would say is do not be afraid. You know, you might be listening to this and you're, you're headed into a season of unknown. Maybe you're headed into a new season. Maybe you're headed into a season of transition, or maybe even you're staying where you are, but things are kind of unsettled, right? Mm. The word says, do not be afraid. Yeah. I would encourage you to press into your relationship with the Lord Surround yourself by people who have your best interest at heart um, and who believe in your, your calling and your ministry. Press into the word and do not be afraid. And it says that the good news will cause great joy. I hope and pray for you that this season in 2023 is a season of great joy. I hope that you are um, filled to overflowing. You know, the, 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 the word says that we're to be people of hope. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we are, we're people who communicate that. Uh, we, we plan these experiences. We, we plan songs. We do all, all of these things to communicate hope. And I hope that my hope for you is that 2023 will be a season where you're, you're able to do that in a renewed sense of great joy. Hmm. That's so good. I needed that today. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I'll be straight up with you. I needed it too. Man, that was a good word. BT dropping, dropping some good words today. I needed it too. Well, uh, okay. So that's sliding into the DMs and guys, we want to hit you with like what I just shared was not really knowledge. What, but what you're getting ready to hear is that this would be a heavy lift. This is our interview segment today is going to be a best of the big room question. Today's interview is brought to you by Hollyland Technology. Are you still using wired intercom for your team's communication? Or are you hesitant to invest in overpriced wireless intercom systems? If that's the case, check out Hollyland Wireless Intercom. It's reliable, affordable, and super easy to use. And don't miss the chance to save $800 on the Hollyland SolidCom M1. Email sales at fivewordsmedia.com to get started today. I would say your voice moves the heart of God and the giftings that he has given you, they are irrevocable. And this mantle that you carry, you didn't pick it up so you can't drop it. And I think a lot of us disqualify ourselves because we feel like our voice is irrelevant or we're not heard, or we feel like what we do isn't seen, isn't celebrated isn't something that everybody is, you know, celebrating on social media or from the platform, but every single person who has said yes to Jesus and to serving his bride and to use the gift that they have been given, you are irreplaceable in the kingdom of God. Nobody can do what you do, the way you do it, the way you sound when you do it, the way you love God's people when you do it. So don't quit because we absolutely need what you have for such a time as this. You know, there's people that walk in those doors that, sorry, woo, there's people that walk in that are out of answers, you know, mm-hmm. every every Sunday, and or people that are scared to death, someone's in the hospital, or, you know, they just, they don't have a, they don't know what they're going to do, you know, and people that are desperate to hear something from the Lord that just need help. You know, there's just hurting people that walk in every Sunday. And so I would say just to do your best to remember that. And that's the point, you know, it's, mm-hmm. if you're a musician, like the point, it's not whether you're uh, electric one or two. Well, if you're with me, you would be two, but uh, <laughs> the uh, it's at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter what you're playing. It matters the, the people that are coming are what is what matters, you know, mm-hmm. and the same with volunteers, you know, I, there's been plenty of times I, I drive into church and I see people directing traffic in 90 degree weather, you know, or mm-hmm. hotter and just middle of summer, just sweating. And like, that's like a job that no one says thank you for, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I, just do your best to encourage the people that you're with. You know, um, a lot of people that come in, like volunteers at church, 
musicians, like that might be their only community, you know, mm. their only mm. opportunity for community. And just to keep that in mind. You know, okay, so um, there is a, there are a lot of things I would say, and I might say more than one thing. Uh, I would think that the integrity of who you are is all you bring to what you do. So how you do what you do mm. is a testimony of your identity, right? The, ex- the excellence in, 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 in which you do the work you do is a testimony of who you are. It is, it is really, it's what Jesus, it's the work of Christ is, is a byproduct of who Christ is. Mm-hmm. It, the, the fact mm-hmm. that he is holy, the fact that he is perfect, is what makes his sacrifice worthy enough to be our propitiation. There's no way he could be our substitutionary atoning sacrifice if he isn't truly holy. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when you look at yourself, what you're bringing to what you do, if when people ask me, man, how do you do that? I, I don't settle, right? It may look to some like I'm a perfectionist. I'm not. I just refuse to settle because God doesn't settle. Mm. He didn't settle for me. Mm. <laughs> he didn't settle with me. He didn't settle. The only thing he settled was for me, and that was the debt of sin, and he did a great job at that. And he didn't cut any corners on it. Mm -hmm. If you look at what worship is, and you guys will know this, right? This is is the quintessential uh, definition of worship. It is synonymous with the word sacrifice. And in the Old Testament, whatever that sacrifice was, it had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm not preaching being a, a perfect person and doing things perfectly, but it sets a value for what you offer God. Mm-hmm. Whether you talk, whether you're talking Cain's offering that wasn't accepted, or whether you're talking about the the offerings that were accepted that that you see described in in Exodus and in Leviticus, you, it, however you start, you're going to find God being very specific about those things. And so when I look at my life, what I offer God, I don't settle because God is worth all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if we're not careful and we don't understand that it's not about what we do is about who God made us to be, then we can get caught in that trap of perfectionism. However, once you learn the value of who you are, you're never going to settle. So, so, so I think excellence is, that's how I would describe it, but I'd also tack this onto it. I learned years ago that my natural talent is not my highest level of value. Not even the, it is not even the most valuable thing I have. I can sing, um, but here's what we do. Many of us, when it comes to a talent, we we you have lots of talents and abilities, but you meet that obvious one first. And it's almost like, excuse me, I don't I don't mean to, to sound chauvinistic or anything like that, but this is just an idea. It's like you 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 the first girl you you meet is the girl you marry. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's like, oh, I can sing. That's all I am. Mm. Discovery is over. I don't, I'm, I'm not dating myself anymore. I'm not getting to know myself anymore. <laughs> I've defined my whole life at nine. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I sang at a talent show. And what you end up doing is you end up exchanging the greatest of your value for the most obvious of your talents. Mm. And I learned like that's that's a mistake. 
you have to explore everything that God gave you, number one. But number two, you have to be more vested in your spiritual giftings than you are your natural talents because they are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. When you're reading, when you're reading in, in Romans 12, when you're reading the spiritual gifts, you will notice that singing instruments that are not there. And I, I remember listening to Pastor Robert preach this years ago before I was at Gateway, and the Holy Spirit paused, told me, pause it, stop. Did he, did you hear singing? <laughs> and, and I said, of course not. Read it again. And I learned then that natural gifts are from God, but they're not supernatural. And the difference is this. Your supernatural gifts, whether it be the gift of leadership or the gift of administration or the, or the gift of encouragement, whatever that gift is, it's proprietary to the Holy Spirit and it operates because of him. I can take my singing ability. I can do whatever I want to do with That's not proprietary. I can hook that up to any connection I'd like. So when I get tapped into who I am spiritually, then it empowers me to be more profound with my talents, but also helps me to explore all of the opportunities that I can use and, 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 and garner to give more glory to God. All that should say to you is this. God values you so much more than you could ever imagine. You have a lot more than what meets the eye. And even if people only think that you're great because you can do one thing, guess what? There's more to you than that. God's better to you than that. And he wants to be more involved in your life than you think. He doesn't want you just singing, but he wants you to know him. And he wants to literally use you by the spirit and engage you at a deeper level. So not only are you talented, but you're spiritually gifted. And that's even more profound than anything you could ever perform. Prioritize the presence of God more than anything else. Mm -hmm. No matter what position you're in serving your church, that is what matters most. Whether you're writing songs, whether you're leading, whether you're serving in production, um, you know, we can get so caught up in the things that don't matter that much in the schedules and in the, the, well, we planned this and it has to be this way and it has to be, and all those things are fine and important. And they you know, they do serve a purpose, but they cannot take the place of ultimately what matters most is that the presence of God is here. And as humans, we can do things to stifle that, (laughs) you know, like we, we can do things when our, when our hearts could become unfocused on that. Um, it can leave, you know, and, and we have to, first of all, understand that, that this just, just isn't a built in thing. I don't believe it is. I believe that yes, God is always with us and there's an omnipresence. Yes. That in scripture tells us that, but there is a certain element of the manifest presence of God stepping into a room and that can shift based on what we are prioritizing, what we are focusing on. And I think that when you, and when you realize that that is a possibility, then that changes your posture to, to really care that you don't let that go. And I think just having that, that holy reverent fear is what that is of God. I don't want to do something that would disturb you and make your presence leave. Um, not to bring up Bill Johnson again, but he's a man full of wisdom. He says that he lives his life as if there's a dove on his shoulder and he doesn't, he wants to walk in a way that he doesn't disturb it so that it flies away. And the dove being the Holy spirit. And it's, you know, I think just, Approaching everything that you do in that way of like, 
okay, but ultimately we care about the presence of God and we care about that it's really here in a strong way and that it doesn't leave and that we don't do things that, that distract us from that. And let everything then that you do, all the planning and all the schedules and all the things, if it supports that heart, then it's so good. But if it takes the place of it, then you've got to go, you've got to repent and go back to the, the, the reason that you're doing it in the first place. Um, and then let everything kind of just support that heart and that posture of the presence of God. And everything's going to, going to go well and things are going to happen that you didn't expect. And they're going to be beyond what you could ever imagine. And then really the ministry that you're doing actually has, it has some weight and has some purpose and you can see it and you can see people's lives being changed. That's really what we're in, in it to do. But it all starts with, am I doing this in a way where that doves on my shoulder and I don't, I don't want it to leave. You are an image bearer with work to do, not a work doer with an image to maintain. Like we have a task, a mission work existed before the fall, like this co-partnership with God in like making his goodness and presence and love and mercy known. Like that is, that's a gift. That's not a, that's not a part of the curse to work with God, to be co to be co-laborers, to be invited into his work is a gift. The problem that I find in, I think more in ministry than almost any other environment is that we often see our value as the work we do, not first and foremost, as just an image bearer, as a, as a son or a daughter, or a child. And I think when we get that twisted, we get that inverted. When we start to believe that God's love for me is based on my performance for him, it all falls apart. It's the, it makes me think of the uh, Revelation 2, where he says, I see the good work that you're doing. I see the good deeds. I see the toil. I see the effort. I think he would say to us as pastors and musicians, as leaders, he would say, I see all the work you're doing. I do hold this one thing against you, though. You've left your first love. He says all of these good works, all of this accomplishment, all of these accolades, all of these book deals, all of these baptisms, whatever it is. God never intended for us to do for him without doing with him. And I think we so, we so often mistake activity for intimacy. And I, I think that is a fatal, that's a fatal mistake. You are an image bearer with work to do, not a work doer with an image to earn, an image to maintain. And I'm still learning that. I'm pushing 40 and I still have to regularly, I have to call that out what it is. When I look at the, the post of the sermon and that, that one didn't get as many shares as the one from the week before, or worse yet, the guest preacher from the week before. Like, wow, why do they like him so much more? <laughs> that, 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 that's all sick. And I hate admitting that. But that's all in there for me. And I have to regularly come back to Adam and Eve's very first full day was not a day of work. It was first a day of rest. Right? I mean, Jesus' baptism in the river. Hadn't done, a, hadn't done a single thing. And God said, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. He's not accomplished anyone, not raised anyone from the dead, not performed any miracles. Like God's pleasure, his, his affection for you is not based on your performance for him. And you can rest in that. And it's from that posture then that we strive for excellence in our artistry and our execution. We work from his affection, not for it. Oh. And that mm -hmm. shift for me was like monumental. I had spent so much of my life working for God's approval. And I felt like God was saying, why are you working so hard for the thing that I've already freely given you? Mm -hmm. And when I got it, mm -hmm. it 
change? Do I still work hard? Absolutely. But not to flag him down, not so that he'll love me. It's like, Lord, who am I that you would know my name Mm -hmm. and to show me grace and mercy? And it's from that place then that we work hard and we work with excellence. And uh, I think that that the motivation changes everything. So good. I love it. So I much wisdom, it. so much encouragement. Man, we've so got good. a lot of great people on this on this podcast. It's it's just been absolutely amazing. Absolutely. It's incredible. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 211 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. We have just loved spending time with you every single Tuesday. Speaking of every single Tuesday, do us a favor. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is it. that you are consuming your podcast. That way you don't have to look for us. We just show up ready to start the day out right. Uh, you know, you grab your coffee, you you start that commute, whatever it is that you're doing, all you got to do is hit play. So uh, make sure you hit, hit subscribe. Hit do us a hit favor, it. go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating with a nice review, drop some nice words in there. Uh, it just helps us get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. It helps with the algorithm. And hey, maybe even share the podcast with someone today. Yeah, man. Send it on to a, your teammates, to a friend, you know, post it on your story, share the podcast, help us Uh, to get it in front of more people because we believe this is something that adds value to people's lives. And guys, thank you so much for following us, for engaging with us on all of the socials. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can even find us over there in the land of Twitter by searching the hashtag (laughs) Worship Leader Probs. Yeah. And guys, uh, 2023 would be a great time for you to hit up Maven Media Productions. Maybe you need a website. Maybe you need some guidance on social media, somebody to really help you steer the ship in the right direction. You need some consulting, whatever it is for your church. Like if your church is looking for somebody to come in and and help uh, improve your social media plan or your website, whatever it is, here's here's your answer right here, mavenmediaproductions.com. Just incredible people, man. Absolutely incredible. And I know they'll crush it for you. Mm And thanks to Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. As 2022 comes to a close, uh, this is episode 211. I'm so amazed that we're still doing this and super grateful for all of you for listening and sharing. And just thanks for being a part of the Worship Leader Probs community, guys. We love you. Until next time, until next year, deuces. Have yourself a merry little smell miss.